with me. Episode 245. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I am Trent. And if you want to take part in the program, you can do so one of many different ways, although one of them is going to be a little congested right now. Uh, One of them is Twitter. Trent, tell them how they could do that. So easy. Use the, well, topical hashtag netheads you can be yeah see what i did there you can be like well no no one's in the stream right now but uh not unlike mike driscoll uh the 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 aforementioned in other podcasts shadow clone himself and a good friend of the program venator 2000 use the hashtag netheads and you direct the show there you go you can or you can openly distract it well let's uh, let's not bury the lead folks we uh oh dude We've had a funny little uh, anecdote that's been running two episodes long now, and it was because uh, somebody had utilized the hashtag NetHeads, and they shouted out a YouTube video, uh, to which yep. I was pleasantly surprised. And then, uh, you know, I, I just I saw that, and I it was literally just moments uh, before we went live. And then I thought, oh, this is great content because I can at least shoot Trent's reaction when he hears this. <laughs> Might be the greatest reaction i think like, like you know because we've done uh reactions to my stuff in the past or uh, things to be surprised for me going back and watching it this was the most like whoa that's a good reaction trent it was it was because it was just straight up uh, lego my ego i think is the way i attribute it <laughs> um and so it was just moments ahead and then we talked about oh i wonder if we could get them and then i wonder if we can and and I'm not going to mess with you guys. Uh, we've actually got them right here uh shadow clone son on twitter is joining us the author uh, the auteur, the artist behind, uh, yeah, there are auteur. actually three uh, albums now. Uh, anyway, sir, uh, uh-oh, we, we lost him. He'll be back. I hope so. <laughs> I know. Right at his poor, intro, poor, too. Yeah, poor guy had to go through, uh, he's, he's shutting down, like, his streaming. He's shutting down, like, his nest in his house. He, shut, he, he had to disconnect everything Wi-Fi <laughs> in the hopes of talking to these two idiots On about the his art. And, and there he is now, Shadow Clothes on. Welcome to the air, sir. Hey, how you doing? Uh, thanks a lot for having me. Oh, uh, we're doing great. So uh, we were just explaining, uh, somebody actually did exactly what you had intended when you created one of your songs, and this was from the, uh, what are the names of the albums again? Um, Geek Party 1 through 3. Uh, 3 is uh, not released yet, but will be soon. There we go. So, hey, perfect time to be online and promoting. So, uh, first of all, uh, let's... Uh, do uh, what they refer to in the industry as bearing the lead and let's just uh, let's first just get to shadow clone son himself so uh originally uh you obviously must have had the uh the first album 
Yes. Right? Uh, so, the you, first one usually comes before the second. Right. So, uh, so, so first of all, how did, how did you get into I like the, him already. How did you get into the music game, and how did you get more uh, gaming and and the like uh, centric songs going? Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why the geek niche? Well, um, can I can I first before I, I answer that question, uh, I, I wanted to address something that's said in your all's intro uh, about you about you guys being uh, a ton. A shit ton cooler than the typical geek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get burned. Um, um, as a, as a typical geek, I, I take offense to this. <laughs> Quite all right, sir. I, I, I fully accept that. Uh, I understand there is some uh, geek or or nerd bashing that's even in our own intro. But yeah, in, yeah. in my defense, I didn't write it. <laughs> fair, fair. Um. No, I, I've always been into music, and uh, you know, um, it's always been a hobby of mine. And uh, at some point, uh, I decided that music should be made about the things that you love, um, as most people do when they decide to do music. Um, and the things that I love happen to be, you know, video games and Game of Thrones. So that's nice. what I make music nice. about. <laughs> so, uh, so when did you decide to put together the first album, and how did you promote it? How did you release it? How did you how did you determine the title? Everything. Come on, let us know. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh. The title was pretty simple. Um. I wanted to go with a party type uh, atmosphere. Um. That's pretty much the theme that I try to go with with all of um, my uh, albums. Uh, nice and. Um, I wanted to play off of Mario Party, which is um, a great game. If oh, you all haven't played sure, it, sure, sure, sure. Please do. Yeah. Um, hence the inspiration for the graphic as well. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, inspiration One of the, the best N6, uh, uh, Super Street Fighter, or Street Fighter, you can tell where my mind it, is, <laughs> Nintendo games. <laughs> You're thinking about Chun Li, and I do that often, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who I, you, is but it? you see, at least all three of us got the joke. That's the point. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Proving that none of us are cooler than the other. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's where that came from. Um, I promoted it by uh, going to um, uh, comic cons and other conventions, nice. anime conventions, things like that. Um, I, I used to do a thing called uh, the Boombox Project, where I would uh, take this gigantic boombox and... And I would stand outside of conventions where the lines were to register, and I would just rap oh, to the people in lines. That is awesome. That is definitely that's the kind of thing that I would like to encounter. I'd like to see much, much, in, <laughs> much in the way last year uh, Kevin Smith was teeing up uh, for uh, their geeking out uh, project, where he was working with Greg Grunberg, and one of the things he just delivered, I think, was like donuts and bagels to the Hall H line, which is... Uh, oh, nice. Which, 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 you know, I don't know, that would be like another great way to go ahead and, and gain exposure, because if you think about it, man, at, at Comic-Con in San Diego, dude, you would have such a captive audience so many places. Yeah, I gotta get there. It's it's on the complete other side of the country for me right now. Um, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which, what part of the country are you in? Yeah, where are you based? Uh -oh. we, did, we, did we lose the sh lose the shadow clone? We we may have again. <laughs> oh man, it, it's amazing, really, the way it the way it, it it flows and it doesn't flow, kind of thing. Sometimes yeah, man. The, the internet can be a fickle mistress, folks. She is, and that's the important thing to remember. She could be a very fickle mistress. 
Uh, so anyway, we'll we'll find out what part of the country. Now we got a we got a cliffhanger going on. Tonight. I know, dude. Like I'm like a. Uh, it's it's Saturday at one thirty, and I'm awake, so that's already got me sweating a little bit more than usual. Okay, right? I, don't, I don't mean to shock you. It's Sunday, <laughs> not Saturday. Oh shit, you're right. Oh, even worse. <laughs> and now we're on this cliffhanger. Like I'm. I'm just going to be a sponge here that's that's oversaturated by the time he, we get him back on. Well, it's, I just can't even understand how you can even get into the talk. Sorry about that, sir. So we were just asking, what part of the country are you in? Um, uh, Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. What? All right. So I'm starting to think you all are doing this on purpose now. Honestly, no, 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 no. honest <laughs> to goodness, no. Sadly, <laughs> yeah, sadly, no. <laughs> um, I, I'm in Kentucky, so um, uh, bumfuck nowhere. Um, oh, but no, oh, no hold well, on a well, second. Recently, yeah, I, I, go ahead, Trent. I've got a I've got a great friend that 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 lives near Possum Trot and uh, just in between Possum oh, really? Trot and Monkey Delco. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, that's really surprising that uh, yeah, you, first off Duke. know someone in Kentucky and second off that you remember that they're from Possum Trot. <laughs> How could you not with a name like Possum Trot? That's exactly, true. that's true. Well, and the thing I was thinking too is that the uh, the Lexington uh, area just had uh, a Comic Con, so if you're anywhere just, near just there, just had a big Comic Con, yeah. So did you? Huge uh, con, yeah. Did you take that one in? Uh, I did. I um I actually went. Uh, it was a three day con, and I went on the first day, uh, Friday, um, and I actually injured my foot uh, at oh, the con. Shit. And so was was bedridden for the other two days, so I couldn't oh, go. Man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Are you serious? That sucks. I I am serious. Um, uh, yeah, I, I was walking through the hallway, and and a Deadpool shot me in the foot. So, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> which which I mean, let's be honest. At a con these days, it's hard not to kick a kick a uh, Deadpool in any direction you turn. Oh my god. Exactly. They're, they're like cockroaches now. So, they are everywhere. So, uh, Try, trying to avoid one, you run into another one. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> so true. So with uh, Geek Party 1, um, you just obviously poured your heart and soul into it, uh, all your interests. And, and, how, and how was it received? Because obviously it went to a Geek Party 2. Were you, were you surprised by the reception? Um, it, it was received very well, actually. Um, I, I did a lot of promoting. Um, um, Mostly because it, you know it's it's not as good as the others, obviously. <laughs> well, you know, um, first endeavor, so I think that's perfectly acceptable. Exactly. Um, it was mostly a learning experience for me and uh, my DJ and uh, DJ slash engineer who uh, did all of the work on it. Um, so uh, it was received a lot better than we expected. Um, I I think I printed five hundred copies of the CD. And oh, nice. would and would send them to conventions to have them put into their like VIP bags um, for oh, free. Oh, smart! Uh, and so I got a lot of uh, fans and followers uh, just from doing that. Um, I, I don't think a lot of them really liked the music. <laughs> I hope that they did, but uh, a lot of them <laughs> liked the fact that uh, that I, I was I did that uh, just to give them something special well, in their I, in their I, VIP. Yeah, I was just about to say. I think you know, personally speaking, Trent. Maybe we should hire this guy to see if we could get him to market our podcast for us. Because obviously, <laughs> out of the yeah. box, he's got good ideas. Well, and, and Shadow Clone, it's it's interesting that you say this. I'm on uh, the programming board for the Salt Lake Comic Con, and you know, we've we've brought in people to perform in the past, and I had a great uh, conversation. Uh, a few cons ago with Kyle Stevens of Kirby Crackle. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, and and it's it's awesome because now 
uh, I think we're seeing a lot more uh, a lot more cons doing these these pre post these these parties to kind of fill in the in between the days, right? Um, yes. And and that's, and that's yeah, and so to, so to get <laughs> yeah, exactly to get you into in, into you know the the closest club next door, you know the Comic Con special, like that would be awesome. And and I'm gonna keep in contact with you because that's we would love to have you at Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh, look at this extending. I, I'd, I'd love to be there. It's, it would be my first West Coast con, and I'd be excited about it. Trent, <laughs> yeah. Trent, Trent Hunsaker writing cash uh, checks. His body can't cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. I and like this. This makes total sense to me. Um. Uh, along those lines, have you have you been able to like talk to you know some of the Adam Warlocks, the the Kyle Stevens, the the MC Chris's out there who have who have kind of like been able to break through you know in, into the mainstream of of you know quote unquote nerdcore. Um, I have talked to some uh, others. I have not. Um, I don't know if you all have ever heard of uh, Magfest. Um, it's a it's a big music uh, animation and gaming convention. I think there's one okay. on the East Coast okay. and on the West Coast. Um, right on. And a lot of those people are there, so you get a lot of networking done at, at that place. Um, uh-huh. uh, but uh, I mostly end up at anime conventions, and so most of my connections are with uh, voice actors and things like that. Right. Cool. So let's uh, let's get to it. So first of all, uh, at what point do you decide, you know, let's do a Geek Party 2? Um. You know, when when the music starts flowing, you just you gotta you gotta get going, and <laughs> you got you got to go. Exactly. So so, uh, so so at the point where you're doing Geek Party Two, was that pretty much just a uh, you know the I've got all this music in me and I've got to get it out. So it really doesn't matter who it's for. I'm producing this out of out of passion and love, and I got something here that I like, so I'm working it. Exactly. Right on. Sounds sounds like a podcaster. Yeah, it does. It sounds exactly. a lot like it. <laughs> Actually, you know, just out of curiosity, we've gotten this far into this. Do you also have a podcast, or have you not delved into that level of geekery? I have not delved into podcasting. I'm I'm not very good at sitting for long periods of time. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I don't think I could handle podcasting um, aside from, you know, guest starring on things. <laughs> Understood. Okay, cool. Right, cool. Right. Well, well, and we're happy to have you. So now let's finally get into the meat of it, uh, because uh, I started off this uh, interview discussing the uh, the quite surprising thing that happened so from my <laughs> perspective all i see i'm checking the hashtag ahead of time you know is there any pre-show uh, chatter going on is there any bit of ramble going on and uh and i look and i see all it is is hashtag netheads in the new youtube video and i'm like well that's interesting what is it <laughs> and i click on it because you know it comes up with a little video preview and i think it had the geek party 2 logo on it so it really drugged me in and i i played it and then i pretty much had the same reaction that we got out of Trent because there is a song <laughs> on the album that sounds very familiar uh, because it's literally titled and it's not the word hashtag folks it's a hashtag it's and then netheads so yeah first of all the one question I think both Trent and I have is uh how did you come to that and then and then I have the follow-up question which I will just say and how did you react when you realized on Twitter some jackasses were <laughs> co-opting it? Well, um, uh, I, I, I listened to your all show, uh, the, the first one where you were talking about this. And um, <laughs> the whole time uh, I was just laughing because uh, <laughs> you were questioning if I, if I vetted the, the hashtag uh, beforehand. Yeah. And right, uh, yeah. I did. I did, actually. Um, and I did see that you all used the hashtag. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I, I, I don't want to be uh, offensive or anything, but when I was looking it up, I was like, oh, it's just some podcast uses it. I'll be fine. <laughs> Dude, I fully, no, I, exactly fully adri- yeah. I fully endorse that commentary. I really do. <laughs> Like totally, and but and I gotta say something too. From a, it's good to hear that you did vet it, uh, because uh, one, you really should when you're yeah. titling a song with it as well. <laughs> but but the flip side too is it's a, it's a genius idea because, like, if you think about it, in the long run, there's also the potential for it being picked up by the alternative venue, which it has, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Case in point, now- I wouldn't even have a co-host today. If I didn't start out on a podcast where I literally not only co-opted the idea, but the identity of the idea creator, I had a podcast called Radio Askew, and I had a logo that had a very familiar-looking face on it. Yep. yep. <laughs> that looked and, well, and, and you had a very um, uh, prestigious follower as well. Oh, I did. Who was that? Yeah, yeah. Kevin was following you. Oh, okay. Well, that'll help. That'll help. Yeah, uh, yeah. That usually helps. So anyway, <laughs> so you know, I uh, I did that. So I commend you in that, but but. Uh, let's let's roll it back just a little bit then. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, and, I'm, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. Unfortunately, I have yeah. a real problem with that. But but I because I'm, I'm very interested first how you how you determine netheads because uh, I've even said on the show that you watched I I never came up with this name. This name uh, was originally introduced to me in the year 2000 as a concept show, and then after it went to network as a uh, as a um, it went to network is one thing, and then they wanted to make it a computer tech uh, help radio program, and, and that's where I came into it. And then after it died down, I had all these uh, properties and effects from it, so why wouldn't I repurpose them? So I've yeah, never – yeah, yeah, the only thing I did in naming this show, NetHeads, was stealing the continuation of earlier theft. So, so I want to know how somebody actually legitimately comes to the idea of NetHeads. Oh, so um... – you know, uh, as if you've listened to uh, the songs on Geek Party 2 or 1, you, you'll notice that there, there's all type of geekery um, in, in each of the songs. Um, I, ha- I have a friend. Uh, her name is Tabby Sharp. She's a uh, very, very popular uh, YouTuber. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I often try to make songs, um, uh, write songs that she can be a part of because uh, she really likes to do it. And... Of course, it's helpful to me with uh, her following and things like that. Um, and I came up with the idea for a song uh, for everyone who uses the Internet every day. Um, you know, we use it for everything. It's on our phones. We use it for all our social media. You know, we, we check our banking accounts. Uh, right. we, we ordered flights. You know, we do our taxes. You, you, we spend most of our life on the Internet and uh, just sitting in a brainstorming session with her, uh, the the idea just came to me. I was like, "Oh, we're just a bunch of netheads." Uh, <laughs> nice, boom. <laughs> and that's that was that was where the name came from. <laughs> and that's awesome because that's you know in, at least in continuation in doing this show, uh, the idea was that that I, I liked it for that idea because yeah, these are a couple of guys that. They just live and breathe the the internet. Uh, that's, that's exactly that's what we do. And so, what kind of term are you going to give to it? And and plus, it's a funny kind of little play when you look at it off of methods. But that's just yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> so so now let's take it back to the vetting of the of the of the hashtag. So you look at it, and and this is where I interrupted you. So I apologize, but you even said not to be condescending, uh, it's, but it's, ah, it's just some podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, 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 I did say that jokingly, uh, but, but mostly I thought, well, I mean, we could share the, the hashtag and, you know, now, you know, they'll get people from my, me using the hashtag and I would get people from you all using the hashtag and, you know, I figured it wouldn't bother anybody. So, you know, it's a hashtag. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Well, yeah, and, totally. And, and, and as you heard from that episode, we even, I even learned, I think it was in year one or two that, uh, you know, occasionally we're going to get, you know, once the brackets in the final fours start rolling around, uh, suddenly there are other people that consider yep. some, themselves netheads as well. And they're yep. fans of this <laughs> thing called bas- basketball. Uh, yep. Sport, sports. Yeah. Sportsball. I'm not very good at the sports ball talk. It's just not me. <laughs> um, so, so totally get that. Now, my only question too is, um, because I'm wondering, uh, have you seen it? I've only always been uh, focused uh, with the hashtag netheads when it mainly comes to uh, Twitter. That's my main exposure. But I never think about it in ways uh, of Instagram or the other social media features. So, uh, did you see uh, after the uh, the second party album came out? Did you did you see a little more traction in, in other social media than you did from Twitter? Because I can imagine we added a bit of noise to it, so it kind of made it hard to look at or track. Um, I actually I hate to admit this, but um, I'm really bad at uh, tracking my hashtags. <laughs> Dude, no, wait, hold uh, on a second. If you're about to say that you just hung it out there and then forgot about it, I am going to be so happy. Definitely. I didn't forget about it. I use it all the time. I just, I just don't like look to see who else is using it. I, it doesn't, doesn't really bother me that much. I, I mostly used it for the title and uh, would and hoped that people used it. Um, you know, when I do live shows, I tell them tell people to hashtag netheads. You know, when I when I sing the song and I have them do like a live Instagram video and tell them yeah. to hashtag netheads and stuff like that. But um. I I don't go and check to see if they do it. I I just suspect they do or they don't and move on. Dude, I got to tell you, I I think you are a far better, better marketer than we will ever be at this point. Even though I can't. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on, Trent. I apologize. <laughs> You're a far better marketer than I'll ever be. <laughs> or or <clears throat> excuse me. Or uh, uh or as I would ever be for my uh, uh own projects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, but I give you uh, props there too, because uh, again, you're, you're engaging people to help gain you exposure by, by saying things like, no, go ahead, roll video. Just make sure you use the hashtag netheads. And that's genius, man. It's something so simple, but so, but so right. I can't believe, uh, my friend and I here never thought of it. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm blushing now. It's too bad we're not doing video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is. And, and, and you know, I, I apologize uh, that we, that we could make that work. But you know, there's only so much that. Uh, what is it? What's the term? Bailing wire in, in beeswax will get you or something. In beeswax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so uh, so now you're in development of of Geek Party Three at this point. I am. And 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 how can people? Uh, track that how can they stay on top of it how can they be involved um the, the easiest way to track uh anything that i do is to go to my website which is shadowclonesan.com um but um it's also easy to follow on any social media because i everything that i have is shadowclonesan 
No, that's good. I see. That's good. That's brand recognition. That's what you gotta you gotta stick with. That's why at that Kevin Smith, I think spans a few things as well. And and me, I'm just all over the map. What about you, Trent? Yeah, dude. I'm. I mean, <clears throat> I get. I got these ideas, man. Okay, like a shirt that says "Talk to the Hand," you know, or a hat that goes. Beep. Yeah. No, <laughs> sad, Clearly, he's just living in an Orange County lifestyle in a, in a, in a Utah state of mind. So exactly, heavily. So, um, so getting back to uh, to one more point, then uh, obviously you've been working the con scene, but is there so is there a geographic uh, kind of map that that you do uh, traverse when it comes to like con appearances, or it's just uh, any that are close and convenient? Uh, I I currently. Um try to stick to within uh, six to eight hours drive uh, uh, radius from mm-hmm. my home base. Sure. That makes um, sense. So, but that, that leaves quite a bit of area. Um, I, I can get all the way up to uh, Chicago or uh, Detroit area, which no one's trying to go there. Um, I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can get all the way down to Atlanta, you know, St. Louis. Uh, I can get over to, uh, uh, Maryland, uh, Jersey, you know, it's a long, <laughs> a, a large area that I can cover. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the benefit of, of being, you know, somewhat on the East side of the country is there's a, there's a lot going on in, you know, a relatively close space. I mean, for me, I've got Salt Lake Comic Con. The next closest one is the Denver Con, which is like a nine hour drive. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and being in, in Northern California, essentially, uh, if you want to talk about stuff that's just within eight hours, it's either L.A., Tahoe, Reno, or uh, I'm headed to Oregon. I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Really. So so I don't that's why it's, it's amazing to me whenever I hear uh, uh, the basic concepts of geography, I guess, because yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I, I get amazed that there are certain areas you can be in. And then there is this world of options within eight hours. I just can't relate to that. Uh, I, I actually, I, I was just um, surprised at what you just said. I, I, I never actually realized how far everything is there. <laughs> well, yeah, True but, though. but yeah. then again, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't sell it short. It, it's also, uh, since things are, are largely based around San Francisco, that means that the San Jose area, it seems to be gaining a lot of traction lately. So, you know, if we wanted to talk about cons, obviously there are quite a few that happen in Los Angeles. There are very few that happen in San Francisco, but San Jose has been drawing a lot recently. I think they've got like a heroes and villains con that they have every year now, which is oh, nice. which, which kind of like uh, your, your recent fan X uh, trend is, yeah. is really more fan fulfillment based. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyway, uh, it, it, any, uh, do we have a tentative release date for the new album? Um, currently I do not. Um, I'm waiting on some, uh, collaborations with, uh, other artists. Um, but as soon as I, uh, get confirmation from those guys and, uh, get their, uh, tracks in, then I will be able to, uh, put out a release date, which uh, should be coming very soon. Cool. So, uh, everyone just t- stay on top of shadow clone song for that, uh, across all social media. Uh, so the final question, and this is the, the, the more fun one, because uh, obviously we talked about what you did in setting up for your own music. Uh, but, uh, what was the experience like for you where suddenly there's this, this tiny blip on the, uh, Twitter radar? Uh, what was your reaction to the whole experience? Uh, So basically now I'm asking you, 
somebody on Twitter uh, triggers something. They let you know something based on what they heard here. <laughs> and how did that play out for you? Um, uh, it played out hilariously, uh, actually. Um, uh, I uh, listened uh, once I saw that uh, you all had found uh, my song and, and were talking about it. Um, I listened to you that show. Uh, actually in bed with my girlfriend and, uh, <laughs> we, we, we just laughed the whole time about this situation because, uh, it, it was funny knowing, uh, all the stuff that I did, uh, knowing that I vetted it and know, knowing that I already knew that you all used the hashtag and you all not. <laughs> well, and that was the thing too, for me that, that I both found uh, amusing and I kind of, in a way I will admit kind of felt bad. It was just that, you know, there wasn't more of a, of a blip on our radar about the song, <laughs> but that's not to say that it necessarily, because much in the same way that, um, uh, you mentioned your deploying of it. I don't really look at hashtag netheads strongly during the week. So there are plenty of windows of opportunity where something could get mentioned and it could just get buried in the noise. So, yeah. so uh, I still though, I got to tell you, you provided probably 15 minutes of the purest uh, fun and entertainment I've had recently in my life. Just, it was, oh, it was yeah. quite good. It was quite good. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate you being a good sport about it too. Uh, because I, uh, it just uh it, you never know how things are going to play out with people uh that you haven't met so so uh, kudos to you sir and guaranteed we will uh be staying on top of this and and helping to make sure that the uh audience is aware of when uh the the next album drops and uh you know well, thank it you. will help you will help you get the geek party uh word out and here's hoping that somehow Trent really does spin some of that Salt Lake Comic Con magic to uh to get some Shadow Clone Son action there because that'll Trent that'll be the way to guarantee I get out there this year. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, for sure, I'd dude. Love yeah, that. <laughs> excellent. Love that. And 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 I'm I'm definitely telling everyone to uh listen to Netheads on air. It's it's great. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, really, we really appreciate it, and, I, and I'm glad we're uh we're we we aren't uh, aren't putting you off too much by thinking we're cooler than the typical geek. Um, maybe we do need to change the intro trend maybe no 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 it's 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 perfect i i liked it (laughs) all right so well hey thanks for taking time out of your sunday for us greatly appreciate it uh anything else you wanted to plug before we go uh no i think i I think i got everything uh just uh everybody uh keep partying like a geek right on man all right sir thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your sunday all right thanks you too you have a good one all right one love one love one love (laughs) awesome well, now, see, wasn't that just grand, sir? Dude, that's awesome. That's so cool. I think that's, I mean, I think our podcast and, and many others uh, and, and many listeners can attribute this as well. Like, it's just so fucking cool that we have this, this like, this technology that is so readily available. Like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm able to talk to you, you know, in, in, in from the Rocky Mountains to the West Coast, back to uh, another dude in Kentucky. And in all reality, the three of us are, are very, lo- have you know, uh, outside of being on the podcast together, have, have normally would have never, never come in contact with each other were it not for the Internet. Yeah, and and that's that's actually true uh, of us and a lot of our is, uh, listeners as well. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have uh, had a lot of experience uh, with with uh, a whole lot of different people uh, if it weren't for this. So it is amazing. And I was thinking about that too uh, recently. Um, I've been listening. I recently had a, a 
project I was working on, so I ended up hearing a few bits of earlier podcasts. Uh, as a matter of fact, Trent, as long as we're we're sort of on the topic, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. But uh, there was a listener that we actually lost uh, a while back, and uh, oh, let me shit. let me tell you, I know it's, it's amazing the things you don't know that go on. But again, yeah. this is a connection. I mean, connect- not 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 surprising, but but it's but damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, actually, here's here's what happened, and, and so uh, I'm trying to think of the the smartest way to to look this up. Let me let me try this. Uh, anyway, the, the well, I'll I'll give you the backstory. So basically, in in July of of one particular year, he had sent us a a theme song, a potential theme song. We we more than likely had solicited it, and it was in January of the year. Uh, I think it was in 2013. And okay, uh, he had uh, written us uh, about that recently on the same episode we were just discussing, where we had the hashtag NetHeads revelation. Um, and basically, uh, let me see if I can find the comment. So uh, if I'm judging it correctly, that's episode 242. It's okay. the Palindrome show. Yeah, Matthew Floyd uh, is his name. He said, I stopped listening to you guys because I made you a theme song and I called you about it, about what you thought of it, and you had me off the phone in less than a minute years ago. That sucked. Just thought you should know. Oh, man. Yeah. A, a I'm sorry, and B, Thanks for the feedback, actually. Yeah, really, and and I even said that I I used uh I used the the uh, comment section to respond. Matthew, all we can say is please ac- accept our apologies and thank you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we who knows we may actually close out the show one of these days with uh, with his theme uh, as well, just so it gets the representation it deserves. Uh, totally. So, but I was going back and I was listening to all. I mean, there if you uh, and maybe this is something. You and I should do Trent when, for whatever reason, we we don't necessarily uh, have uh, time to do more important things. Right, um, right, right. I, I don't even know where I would fit this in. Even though I thought about this, I was doing. Uh, hopefully, uh, people watching the uh, YouTube video are getting a better uh, video experience. Ran some tests and, gee, what a shot! Going outside of the Microsoft drivers, things work a little better. <laughs> I for, for, <laughs> for video capture, I went OpenGL instead oh there you go there you go uh direct x or whatever it was offering and i i think and i also tweaked the settings a little bit so i made sure the frame rate was a bit down and also i shaved off we're at 27 frames per second now trent so that way uh saving a few extra frames per second yeah yeah i noticed that when i when i stream street fighter um i'm playing in 60 frames and Honestly, broadcasting at 30 is just fine for, for, you know what I mean? And then down to 34, especially for webcam. For what we're doing, come on. Absolutely. I mean, other than uh, even uh, other listeners were pointing out as well, uh, what gives with the latest setup uh, in the video pauses, we're working our way through it, folks. But an interesting thing about about frame rates, um, most most high def stuff actually is 30 frames per second. Uh, 60 frames is where you get like the 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 Hobbit, you know, that felt kind of weird because yeah. it was too realistic, right? Yes. Um, but but famously, if you artists or directors will use uh, ads, will use um, or not ads, uh, uh, director for DPs will use 24 frames a second when they want things to feel a little bit like unsettling look uh and most famously uh saving private ryan was shot in 24 frames per second which makes sense with like the the discombobulation of like the the fighting and yeah. and, and the like, bombs going off and stuff like that like that that for me like it if so just a little just a little uh uh videography nerd talk yeah and at the 27 frames per second even if we're hd it, we may also look a little more cinematic than that 
uh, yeah. or as I like to call it, that soap opera look. Just holy shit, this is live yeah. video. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, one of the things that I did during the video test that I was thinking maybe a thing. I don't know if it would be both of us. Maybe it would be a thing we could alternate on, but and I'm not even sure it would be worth doing the video on it. But this is how I did it because I was running the video test. But I was just thinking. Yeah. I've joked a lot about commentary tracks for our podcasts. Yeah. And seeing myself have to sit there and listen to us. Oh. I think it may be worth the, it's weight and gold is all I'm saying. <laughs> Cause you know, then I can also, cause I, I'm telling you now when I, when we listen back on these things, I can tell when I'm stalling because I have clearly forgotten something and, and I, and I need to buy myself a few <laughs> and, more and, seconds. And you're sitting, yeah, you're just working the brain to be like, no fuck was I thinking yeah, what, what, what was I like a case mm-hmm. in point during this uh during this uh, interview when you listen back to it and thank you again shadow clone sound for that uh, when you listen back to it what you're going to find is uh, for some reason I had the complete inability to remember the term geek party I, it, it, it I've been looking at it all week <laughs> it's it, it part of the the it's it we even used the word in discussion so yeah, how yeah, I yeah. could keep forgetting the because uh, I in my mind here's what happened I kept uh thinking uh, i would remember afterwards geek party but i would get confused because for some reason a game over gregory greggy would keep popping in my goddamn brain <laughs> so every time i went to go mention the album you'll notice that there is a momentary pause because that is me clearly not remembering the name of the damn album not that the album yeah, is yeah. damned but i'm just frustrated because i can't remember yeah yeah, yeah. yeah obviously obviously i guess i've demonstrated now i'm one of those people that will transfer my my anger or my hostility onto them because <laughs> I keep saying things like that. But anyway, um, the whole point is I can listen back on these items uh, on these episodes and I can tell you, I, I can hear myself and I know exactly not because I lived it, but because I know myself, I know exactly when I have uh, forgotten something important and I'm stalling for time. <laughs> uh, I, I know exactly when I'm listening back uh, to the point where I was, fiddling with something else and i've now bounced back and i don't know what trend is talking about i <laughs> have like, those oh shit i can call listen, those listen for context clues listen for context clues yeah so so i'm starting to think maybe this might be a little side thing because all you got to do is you have to be willing to sit there and listen to it the only drawback i have for it is that early on man those are some some long ass shows <laughs> those were like two hour podcasts i don't understand how when we had the most downloads we also had the longer podcast now that we've right, had a right, shorter right. podcast we should have even more downloads right no it's not working <laughs> that way but anyway uh my whole point is i i don't know if if uh you guys can uh write us that heads on air at gmail.com if if you think that this uh series may be a good idea of, of podcast the commentary well, and, and in fact, actually, I think this is a, a good time to bring up uh, a new addition that we've got to uh, the, the whole NetHeads experience. Holy um, shit, in, in... you're a dad? <laughs> Just a dog dad that I'm aware of. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Um, no, uh, uh, last week uh, I talked about uh, I wanted to start a newsletter and, and kind of have, because you're right, Will, uh, we're all busy, so sometimes it, we, we only see the, the NetHead stuff that when, you know, when we're actively engaged in NetHeads, right? Right, right, right. right. And, and I don't want to feel like um, anyone's you know, thoughts or anything like that or, or our um, important, the things that we feel like are most important or, or we want to get out to you uh, get missed. So uh, I, I had mentioned last week that we, I wanted to start a uh, newsletter, just like, kind of like a weekly uh, maybe recap of the show 
the links to the stuff we talked about. So, you know, like this week, definitely going to put in uh, uh, Shadow Clones uh, links in there so people can actually go and find and, 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 and check him out. And so up on the website right now, NedsOnAir.com, there is a very simple form. Just give us your, your name and your email address. And then weekly, this I see this as being the perfect way to be like, click yes or no. Is that something you're interested in? And then, you, and then we'll know. And then we won't, if, if no one's interested in it, we won't bother. You oh, know what I right. mean? And, you, you can do fancy stuff like embed surveys and things. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I, I think this is, I, I know this is such an old technology, right? Like newsletters. Oh, great. 1997's calling Trent. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here comes but, but the I, fanzine put out for <laughs> you, the fans, oh, by us. Oh, like the Pew Pew fanzine. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I, I'm no, sorry. No, that, I'm, I'm great at, at coming late to the, uh, to the show. <laughs> so much so he's bringing back an idea that he played out three years ago, even. Exactly. Um, anyway, so so if, you, if, if this is something that you are interested in, if not, don't worry about it. But otherwise, uh, yeah, netheadsonair.com, the very front page, you'll see it right on the uh, right-hand sidebar. Okay, so to play everything out, the whole reason, because I, I sometimes I, I go off on tangents. Uh, but yes, please do. What? I, I'll tell you, I have signed up for the newsletter. I'm dying to see what. Com- oh, am I supposed to do any of the work on it? By the way, no, no. This is this is mine, man. This is oh, you. Okay. You you do enough work already. I don't know. Well, I'm I, just. Saying, I will. I will own this. If you okay, all right, cool. So when I, but I don't know. Maybe we should make sure I do have some type of oh, involvement. Oh yeah, for sure. No, ab- no, no, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 I just I don't I don't want you to feel obligated. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I just don't want you to feel like I'm forcing you to take the burden. We're we're arguing in front of the kids. Never mind. I know. Uh, so my <laughs> Not whole, in here, okay? The way Not I, in here. The way everything tied together uh it was it was kind of interesting. I saw the comment from uh, Matthew Floyd about the theme song at, at the same time that I was doing this stuff, so I went to the song the episodes that were around that era and dude like we had so many callers from all over uh the all over the internet basically yeah. all over the world uh within a few uh phone calls there was Sita who I think was in the the Netherlands Netherlands yeah there was uh also uh our our good friend uh can't remember his name now the guy in Australia or New Zealand I can't remember which it is uh, Australia still keep in contact with him. Um, we're friends of crossed all the social medias. I forget. Kieran. Kieran's Kieran. Name. Thank you. Kieran. Yes. What's his, what, what's his Skype name? This is embarrassing. Uh, I know. Reboot I know. stencils. You jackass. Reboots. Thank you. Yes. How do you like reboot. the way I remembered it first. So now I sound more yeah. like I was Our, quizzing my, him. My favorite, my favorite public educator slash, uh, secret graffiti artist. Yeah. No, no, no. He's a, sorry. He is a, he's a street artist. My friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, is that yeah. the term? Is that the appropriate term? I don't even know. Street anymore. art. Yeah, because I think I think graffiti has a, a specific connotation to it. Yeah. Um, and a certain style, maybe even. I I don't think he would be offended by the use of the term. But you're right. He is he is a street artist. Okay. Well, I, I hope that I hope that's considered not the not case. unlike Shepherd Fairy. Which, by the way, was the one of the very few other times that contents of hashtag NetHeads have surprised me because on Instagram, if you look at that, we were actually part of a stenciled piece of a. Uh, Yes. street art and art. And, it, yeah. and, and it picked up a random response yeah yeah so that was cool uh, but anyway so i was listening back and all these wonderful people uh that are, that had been involved in the past uh and just uh hearing all the places they were from it was like wow man i i really can't believe this many it, well i guess we shouldn't be surprised but it, it's amazing the way we see our lives uh get interconnected with people uh through this uh venue it's just it's really it, and i guess that's part of the reason why 
maybe Kevin Smith goes around and encourages people to like do podcasts or to create something because uh, it really is it it for the people that do uh, align with you uh, and enjoy what you produce. Uh, it, it really is. A, it's an amazing and awarding uh, communication experience. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's true. It really is. And it's it's th- and that's what's so crazy about it, too. And and again, preaching to the choir here. I get it. But like um, any celebrity will tell you, while they may not and not, I'm not saying that we're, you know, celebrities, I'm just saying any you. Any any user who has followers would, would will tell you like even that or any content generator for that matter even if they're not responding to people um we for the most part we do see what what you post or what you write or anything like that so there is this weird um disconnected connection that we're all sharing yeah that's very very true and and by the way i think trent it's finally time we tell ourselves it's okay. We don't have to uh, qualify or quantify our own comments anymore. <laughs> it's our own show. And, you know, for, uh, for, for people that used to to say uh, how sick we are of political correctness and all this other stuff, I'm amazed at how much you and I uh, basically <laughs> walk back comments we make we right off the bat. Stumble all over ourselves, like, oh, well, I, I hope that's not interpreted like differently because I know there are there's context in all things, and yes. it's really weird when you take things out of context, and then I get scared, and then I start sweating even more. Yeah, there we go. And then it just it's uh, it's, it's pure hell. It's, it's just it's all over the place. Place that folks. fracking cat on Twitter uh, using the hashtag nethead sums it up perfectly. Communication is cool. It is communication's cool, man. <laughs> that's, it's that's really really what I'm cool. Trying to say. Oh, uh, uh, hey, Trent. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, I got to ask your your input on this because it's one of the more absurd and amazing things. Uh, since we're talking about the internet, it's like this is the internet themed show. Uh, starting out with Shadow Clone Son and uh, talking about yeah. his hashtag NetHeads creation, uh, moving in through communication to this. I, th- I think it all plays out very well. Uh, <laughs> have you heard about the uh, the main lawsuit that may cost the company millions because of the, uh, the a lack of the Oxford comma? Yeah, yeah, to the point where there was there was discrepancy as to whether um, uh, work hours were seen as overtime or not, or how they should have been paid. Yeah, and if the Oxford comma had been employed, it would have uh, basically excluded one condition, but since it wasn't, it made it an inclusive statement, which truckers were basically able to say, we don't have a part of that. Uh, they We, don't, we aren't involved, because basically it was around, they meant, the the items that wouldn't be taxed or require overtime, uh, it right. was several items. But then it says uh, packing or shipping or shipment of, right? So yeah. if there had been a comma after packing, then it would they would have just been involved in the shipment of portion. But because yeah, exactly. the Oxford comma wasn't there, it said yep. packing or shi- or and shipment of something. So it means it had to be those two conditions being met. Which truckers weren't. They show up, they get loaded, they drive off. Yeah. Uh, and so now they're potentially going to get paid, uh, or the company's potentially going to pay millions in overtime because there's now overtime on that. But uh, now that we've said all that, first of all, Trent, how would you best explain the Oxford comma? So the Oxford comma is used, it's, it's the uh, comma before an and in a series of three or more uh, items, right? So I like... Um, Rice, beans, rice, comma, beans, comma, and potatoes. Here is a great example, Trent, okay? And I'll, I'll read it out loud, and, and it okay. makes all the difference. It's the difference between 
we invited the strippers, comma, Will, comma, and Trent. Or the second variation is we invited yeah. the strippers, comma, Will and Trent. What yeah. is an experience where you get strippers and two Z-grade podcasters? The other, <laughs> you get uh, strippers that are Z-grade podcasters. Yep, yeah, exactly. That, no, that is. That's a perfect one. Uh, <laughs> also, that w- that brings up my uh, my other website I would like to plug right now. Uh, if you would like to see, uh, for, all, for all of you who are entertaining Bachelor or... Uh, um, uh, bridesmaid parties uh go to uh, stripperswillandtrent.com <laughs> oh god no <laughs> heavens no i got I mean, these ideas man i got these ideas <laughs> although i would be impressed if somehow within uh, 10 nanoseconds you had actually registered that domain <laughs> uh yeah i'll do it now because i didn't do it before some 20 people have already bought it um and, but you know and that's the other thing too is like a one is a, an interesting experience the other is a horrific one uh basically yeah yeah so, yeah so i i just find it funny but i've always been one of those people that i don't understand the um i don't understand the big deal because i've always used the oxford comma is it just something that has slipped out of education in the decades no no after? it's it all depends on a style guide, and as a technical writer, this is why why every um, organization needs a style guide. Um, so if if, for, if you look in journalism, right, uh, Oxford comma is not used uh, as as you know print is the case. They're always trying to save on space, right? Um, so they that's that's one thing they just say, hey, we 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 can do without. And and the the AP style book says unless it is you know needed to delineate between like a problem you and I just or the the yeah. the example you gave right so stylistically AP style um it's not used and for and and so it just kind of depends on uh every journal or, or magazine has their own style guide and so for a company this large not to have um a def- and and maybe that was well, their, actually, their, sti- Trent, I'm their style you, I'm gonna tell you it's not yeah. the company it's actually the interpretation of the law and that particular uh, branch of government that did draft the law, it is in their style guide to not use the Oxford comma. Exactly, which which is why I think that the, the AP style guide is is specific in saying unless it is necessary. So, I, I mean, uh, maybe a lawyer would have picked up on that. Maybe a technical writer would have picked up on that. I'm sure they they had it go in front of, of writers and, and, and lawyers. So, uh, that's dude, that's, that's why I love, love studying. Like, if I could go back... You know, I'd like to think there's there's an alternate reality where Trent Hunsaker is a PhD in linguistics because language is so interesting to me. Um, just just how it evolves, how it changes, how it's interpreted, um, and 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 the gravitas that that um, written word and spoken word can have on people's lives. Yeah, definitely. And you get to find out other cool things, like the reason why there are more use uh, uh, used in Europe than there are in, in our. English language and and how it was actually the evolution of the dictionary that made some changes in the very way we speak. Oh, ab- absolutely. Or or uh, even um, you know the there are there's always jokes how you can't end a sentence in a preposition. So you say that's that's um, I don't know anything about or I, I don't know what that's about. Asshole. You know I, I mean, there was a Joe <laughs> Pesci, there was a Joe Pesci movie about that or something. And you can't end it in a preposition. So he just said okay, asshole. Um, but that 
actually has no place in the English language. That was just people trying to make uh, English more romantic, not unlike uh, French, uh, Spanish, Italian, uh, that was adopt- adopted into it, which really in, in English, you, you can end things in a preposition. I, I, I'm embarrassed to admit I still don't know what a preposition is. <laughs> no, I'm, and, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I got a, a diploma, Trent. I really... <laughs> Honest to God, don't. I mean, and, and I really have no excuse because I grew up in the in the age of Schoolhouse Rock. So Schoolhouse Rocket, a chip off the block. It's a Schoolhouse Rock, a Schoolhouse Rock. Now, and now you see, I was watching Schoolhouse Rock so long ago. It was before the nifty animation introed it. It just oh, existed just, as it, a thing within the yeah, commercial. Yeah, so so, so each episode was like its own thing. It would just, yeah, and that's the trippy thing to think about it too is that that Schoolhouse Rock, this educational tool, was actually airing probably uh, during time that uh, was supposed to be allocated for commercials, but instead yeah, well, it had to be educational programming during the period. Ex- exactly, yeah, not not unlike how uh, you know Canada still has uh, the law for CBC programming that has to have um, X amount of. Uh, Canadian uh, cultural promotion. Oh, and and whereas uh, here in the states, you'll you'll see this especially on the weekends uh, with your local channels. You'll suddenly see a like an I think it's an I E or an A I or something in the corner, and that's them fulfilling their federal requirement to provide educational material for children. Yep. Uh, so you know it, it's not necessarily uh, the best educational stuff. Like one of them, I think, was Jamie Oliver teaching kids how to cook. I, I'm not. Uh, that, but it, my whole point is, I don't, I don't know the basics of of uh, the English language. <laughs> I, I really, I can tell you what a conjunction is, and I guess that conjunction, the, junction, what's your function? Yeah, so obviously up. had a bigger hook. I was able yeah. to retain it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if there was ever one around a preposition, eh, nope. I don't know what a uh, prep, I I thought a preposition is what happens when you when you solicit a prostitute. <laughs> Maybe there could be all I will check Urban Dictionary on that one. I'm not sure. I had a I had a class in eighth grade. It was an American studies course. That's where they combine your your history and your English together. Great way to, to learn both. Um, and I uh, we learned we all learned. It was so great because the he handed the teacher handed out the preamble and was like, OK, we're all going to memorize this. And the preamble is fairly long. And I, I distinctly remember this is eighth grade. Everyone in the class going, oh, <laughs> was just like and this poor teacher, because he's like, no, no, wait, look. OK, look, I have a five year old daughter who has memorized the preamble and watching her memorize it. I know you guys can do this. And we're like, whatever, jerk off. He puts in a VHS of Schoolhouse Rock. It's the preamble. And we would we would watch that uh, two or three times a day to we start out the, the class. People. In, in order, order to, to form, form a more okay, perfect see, union. Guess what, folks? Just realized I still know the preamble. Yeah, that's but that isn't that's what's so cool about it, right? That's that's why um uh, educational programming is so important. And I just shudder at the thought that um that not you know, we're not gonna go into this, but that anyone would try and uh, squelch the the idea of of um, you know s- helping uh, people learn things uh, that help us become better citizens. <clears throat> um, I I don't know what you're talking about. No, um, no, I do, and I understand. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. boy, oh boy, yeah, that was kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, if if we go into the 
if we do look at all of the things that are potentially impacting our life, first let me uh, let me just uh, throw a little disclaimer in there, Trent. Uh, Z Digital Thirteen on Twitter says, "How did you mount your uh, loot crate boxes?" Because uh, he has noticed that some of the oh, more creative yeah. shelving that I have in my office are actually past loot crate boxes because I started needing shelving space for all of these things. And I think I was actually I I saw it in a in a newsletter, Trent. Uh, you, ah. you although you said but the loot crate uh, loot newsletter. Uh, See, man. Yeah, and uh, and some I'd seen somebody do that, and all I did I have a nail gun, so chick chick that's it. And nice. then and then you can you can do it in a creative way too. So that way, if it, you need lightweight storage, you could maybe still open. I mean, I can't because I'm putting figures all over them. So never mind. Right. That's a. That's but a it works. Point. It works as a good shelf, though. But I got to tell you something, Trent. In, in order to mount them in your in your office or on your wall, first you got to get them. You what it, is what is them I'm talking about? Loot crate boxes, people. Boom. Well, loot, still got it. Loot crate. I am not kidding. It is. It is the. It is the best gift you know is always coming. All you got to do is subscribe to it. Uh, go to lootcrate.com forward slash netheads. Use the offer code netheads. You get three dollars off a subscription. It's a monthly box that comes. They're themed. They got finer geekery. You see this Stark Industries uh, motor racing shirt I'm wearing here, Trent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where I got that? That's the guaranteed T-shirt. And I also got pins right behind me. Those are guaranteed. Every box of Loot Crate. They offer finer geekery stuff uh, in this monthly subscription. It's a blind box. You don't necessarily know what's coming, but you know it's coming. And that's the great thing. Uh, some of the some of the finer things that I've recently talked about here, like this, this Captain America replica mini shield is just supreme. Oh, yeah, it's dude. So, and it's so nice. It's just sitting on my desk, Trent, because it looks so damn purdy. Right? Uh, and you know what? Pur- Here's the Purdy. Thing. If the basic Loot Crate isn't good enough for you, you say, you know what, I, I want a bigger, better experience. Uh, they got Loot Crate DX. If you want to get, uh, if you want to get stuff for your pets, they got uh, Loot Pets. If you want, if you want uh, more clothing than anything else, they got Loot Weird. They got something for everybody. And, and like I said, it, 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 you can treat yourself or you can treat someone you know. Because there's always a geek in your life, and you're like, hey, I want to give them the gift that keeps on giving. But I can't give a lot right now. But you know what, I can make a, a small commitment every month. To bring this person happiness. You can do that. Or you could just get them yeah. started. LootCrate.com forward slash NetHeads. Use the offer code NetHeads. You get $3 off each subscri- or uh, one subscription, not each. I mean, don't you don't get yeah. crazy with it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's some of the finer uh, stuff that I have in my office. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, obviously, I'm creating storage just to show some of it because I like it so much. Like, look, at, I hate to say it, Trent. There was a moment I, I didn't have Loot Crate. So I'm missing the one that I want. There's a Batman 66 Q fig that I don't have, uh, but I do have this one. That's the Deadpool one. And you know mm-hmm. what? If you're looking at the uh, video, you can also see that I got my Lego Batman food storage bowl over here now on top of a printer yeah. just where you want yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Uh, so we got all kinds of fun stuff there, folks. You, you really want to reward yourself. Each month is a new theme. You can go to lootcrate.com forward slash and see what the current theme is. Uh, but you got to get it in before midnight tonight. The 19th oh, shit. to get that month's crate. If not, you're just talking about next month. But if you want to get the this ni- month's crate. Today's the 19th, Will. Yeah, so you all better act fast because you got like uh, 10 hours left, basically. Shiite. Yeah, right? So uh, anyway, folks, uh, lootcrate.com forward slash netheads. Uh, use the offer code netheads. Get uh, $3 off any subscription. Loot crate. Get yourself some cool crate. I think I almost swallowed my tongue on that one. Are you okay? I am. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I can't <laughs> believe they just slipped a commercial right in the middle of what's going to be a yeah. dissertation about the budget. No, we're not going to talk about, about the budget. What a bunch of a-holes. I, I was kind of shocked, though. <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, let me, uh, here's, here's what I'll mention to kind of tee off of the comment you just made uh, regarding uh, limiting it, funds to education in order to uh, better uh, basically the constituency overall. Um, the, the the president submitted his first budget, and uh, there are a lot of things cut. There are a lot of things boosted, uh, but like potentially there's cuts to education, the arts, uh, like the endowment of the arts. Um, they're talking about potentially funding being uh, limited for. Uh, there was a lot of rhetoric around Meals on Wheels, but I don't know yeah. how much that directly actually applies. So there's a lot of stuff in there. And it is kind of shocking, but here's the thing. Here's, here's going to be my takeaway from it. When I heard that budget, uh, it, it kind of came back to um, the way uh, cuts would happen during layoffs that I've experienced. And, yeah. and, and it always seems like uh, in order to appease the board, uh, they go through and they have a staff reduction. Uh, but it's it, staff reductions, here, here's the flip side of them. Uh, they are going to help fulfill a long-term financial obligation, but they're going to do very little to impact your short-term obligation. Uh, right. And, and that's, I guess my best way to put it is, after I heard all this stuff about this budget, it, it sounded to me like the same kind of, of assembled budget put together, uh, just to uh, blindly just uh, make strikes here to boost things there, and that's it. Yeah, yep. You know? Exactly. And, I mean, and that, and and that's kind of what any budget is that you put together. You, you know, you you want to fund the things that are most important to you. And obviously, we've we've seen what's most important. Yeah. Well, and 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 once again, I think the important thing that this kind of speaks to, personally uh, for me, is that it, the emphasis on the clear divide uh, of partisanship that is is still uh, wreaking havoc. And and this just kind of is is almost like a budget from an extreme right side of the aisle. I mean, ray right. extreme. Yeah. Because it is, it's like, uh, let's let's cut and slash anything that is of, like, uh, substantive uh, giving back to the community, and let's fund military. Well, and that's, and, 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 and that's where, like, the, um, the, this, in all reality, this is a very libertarian budget, right? The idea that, um, that the the state should be the ones taking care of their own um not not the federal government the federal government's only obligation it really is to uh is in quote unquote defense um uh the sad thing is uh, most states not unlike yours uh are have have struggled with with the that particular of the budget because there are so many people you know what i mean and and so it's it's hard to do for for states that have that are disproportionately uh, way more populated than others. Yeah, well, you know, it's it. it I'm I, I and that's the reason why I, I basically just give my interpretation of the budget that came out because yeah. I I'm I can't I can't provide any commentary on how to fix it. I I have yeah, no experience. Exactly. I don't understand how many times the buck gets passed. I don't know where the buck does in fact stop. So you know, I, I really don't. I'm I'm not in a position to really provide any good solid feedback on it other than the fact that you know it's a little disheartening to see the things that yeah. we're seeing is that not yeah. all and you just got to deal with them yeah roll roll with the punches as they say exactly um hey trent uh was there anything else you wanted to talk about on this week's show anything you wanted to get out there should we uh did, just did you want to stumble into trent's corner a little bit you know what i got i got a couple of things oh 
folks, every once in a while, I talk too darn much, just too darn much. And we got to let the other guy on the other side of the mic get his word in. And, and when we do that, well, we basically call it uh, Trent's Corner. It's that time where we find out what is in Trent's Corner. Ew, what's that? <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm going to anyway. What is in Trent's Corner? <laughs> All right, baby, give it to him. Uh, so yes, this week, if you're following me on, on Twitter, I, I didn't post as much as I wanted to, but, uh, it was Salt Lake Comic Con spring event, the Fan X, uh, a month earlier than has been in the past. Uh, surprisingly, dude, I'm not even kidding. Salt Lake city yesterday, 77 degrees. Are you, it, it's like the, uh, the nerdgasm came out and heated everything dude, up. Dude. It's so crazy because I remember last year uh, it was in April and I wore a hoodie the whole time because it was kind of cold. But now, not the case. Uh, that said, um, I was able to uh, – m- my big thing going to, to Comic-Cons is to talk to creators and try to throw them a bone, right? Um, I understand that that it's it you can only sell so many $10 prints um, and, and still break even uh, – which is you'd have to sell a shitload, but uh, I try to commission some art from the people that have affected me the most. I was able to get a commission from Alvin Lee. You might know Alvin Lee um, from Udon Comics. He's done a lot of Udon Comics. Udon, the uh, the official publisher of Capcom, right? So you're looking at your Darkstalker stuff, your your uh, Street Fighter stuff. Uh, so I was I was his very last. Uh, commission that he was able to squeeze in on the list uh it's on my facebook if you want to check it out uh, or subscribe to the uh, newsletter I'll, I'll throw throw it in there as well uh he gave like he's a huge street fighter fan he loves street fighter he plays it himself uh he did a zongi for me dude i i you can't see it but i've got chills just talking about you have it a, you're having your own zongi Oh my gosh, dude! Muscle power. I it's say, so. And I say, oh. Zangief, you're a bad guy, but this does not make you <laughs> but bad this does guy. Not make you bad guy. I'm good, and that's bad. Uh, anyway, sorry. I just. <laughs> or I'm bad, and that's good. I've been watching that um, movie so much more lately because you know, there's only so many times you can watch the 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 movie that the toddler loves. So every once yeah, in a while, yeah. you just gotta. Work in a, a Wreck-It Ralph or something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, that to... you sneak it in so that you can not, you know, go crazy. Yes, exactly. You're right there. With you. <laughs> uh, it was so cool, though. He did the whole thing in Copic marker, and so like at first look, you're like, oh, that's he did. He did some pencils and then went back and inked it. No, he didn't touch a pencil to it. The whole thing was ink. So it's oh man, it's so cool. I I totally nerded out all over it. I uh he uh he he saw that I was a special guest. And he's like, oh well, well, you're, what, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I do this podcast, blah blah blah. And apparently, he's working on a a new fighting game, uh, for another company through NDA. He couldn't talk about it a whole lot, but he did say uh, once he can talk about it, he would love to come on and 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 uh, tell us about it. Oh um, my so, god, look at you! Were you working? Yeah, the, were you working the netheads? Power? Oh, I'm that- sorry. Are you was, talking about it a part of him network one? I apologize. No, 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 no. Like this was totally his own, his own, like, oh well, well, maybe I could come on your show. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, sure. That'd be uh-huh. awesome. 
Um, so that part was really, really cool. The other really awesome part was I got to have a one-on-one interview with Jai Nitz. Jai Nitz um, is a comic book creator, kind of came up in the industry as uh, seen as like the anthology guy, right? So you have these issues that they're all one and dones, um, and he was able to, to fill in for a lot or, you know, do filler issues. Um, and that's how he got his start. He uh, eventually, uh, uh, DC uh, said, "Well, whatever, whatever you think would be great. Uh, why don't you create that?" And so he did a, a mini series turned into a graphic novel called El Diablo. People might know El Diablo from the most recent uh, uh, interpretation of the Suicide Squad, including the film. Right? Mm-hmm. El Diablo's this, uh, and and uh, Jainitz is uh, Latino, and so it's he's this like East LA Mexican superhero, uh, tragic superhero because. Uh, kind of like Ghost Rider, he's uh, his power comes from the devil, and uh, the more t- as he dies, he, he can regenerate. But uh, he's a pyrotelekinetic. But as he every time he comes back, he comes back more possessed by the devil. Right. Anyway, uh, he told this freaking awesome story how he and John Ostrander, the guy that created Suicide Squad, were able to go to Toronto um, during the the a couple of days of the shooting of the film and he he was talking about uh how awesome the director is this is the same director that made training day folks so when we're when we're talking about how crappy of a movie suicide squad was he he shed a little light into this he said he became great friends with the director um his wife the director's wife really uh liked uh el diablo as a character because she's latina as well and uh it was it was so crazy to hear him talk about what the story was supposed to be and what the film was shot how the film was shot but then rewind through uh audience tests they changed it completely and this is where i'm going to drop some knowledge on you and you tell me if this wouldn't make the better film right okay hold on so, a second first i got to ask you do you feel he would have any qualms with you sharing this story Oh no, no, not at all. Because he's, I, I mean, he he shares it readily. Okay, readily. all right yeah. then, go ahead. No, this is this is this is what he talked about in the panel. Okay, right? good. So uh, he he said, and and it makes oh man, uh, I I don't know if you've seen Training Day. That movie blew my effing mind. You see bad people doing horrible things, um, and it makes you feel stuff. Which to put asses in the seats isn't always the best way, right? Right. Uh, and so uh, the the idea was, uh, so I don't know if you've seen Suicide Squad. Uh, yes, I thought I, I it, did. It, it like it had it had stylistically it was it was spot on, right? And that's why it got an Oscar for the 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 stylistic makeup effects side. Um, but when it came down to the story, it's it's almost incoherent. Um, uh, Captain Boomerang uh, was was and, and shot and filmed. The, the the story had him being extremely racist. Right. Mm-hmm. And people and people were like, oh, no, we don't we don't like that. Uh, we don't like racists. But we're like, but he kills a guy in his introduction like shot. You're OK with that. But you're not OK with like uh, the other one was Slipknot, uh, which is didn't even get an introduction into the actual the, the final cut of the film. No, he just showed He's, up and died and dies. Yeah, no, that fast. And you're like, oh, I, I know who's getting killed first because he didn't get a backstory. Right. Uh, he's actually uh, a rapist, right? Oh. People and people are like, "Oh no, it, I don't, I don't feel good about that at all." Uh, tests were so high 
at how much people loved Harley Quinn, they they could not accept the fact, and this ties right back to to her origin in the animated series, that the Joker is is supposed to be extremely abusive to her, right? Um, derogatory, mean, uh, domestic violence, beating her up, all this horrible, horrible things. Um, and at the end, it's not she doesn't she it wasn't written that she fell out of the helicopter when when they shoot it down. Joker pushes her out because she says, well, these people have actually been good to me. I want to go back and help them. And he says, fine, Poof, and pushes her out the, the helicopter. Right. So th- there, there were all these pieces that he alluded to that, that like would have made it a compelling story of to, to really make the audience feel something and 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 realize that like there are no heroes in the in in any story. Right. We're all choosing good and bad at any given time. Um, and then after, you know, the, the suits saw the, the results of their, their screen tests the movie was changed completely. Wow. Well, I'm not surprised. And, and like I said, that's part of the reason why I would understand why, for example, Affleck might not want to direct the Batman. Cause you realize you're, you're not, you're not truly directing, you're directing, but you're still directing by committee at that point. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can make as good as film as you want. It's still subject to change. Yeah. You know, once, when, once the suits get a hold of it, yeah, so and who uh, wants that kind of headache? Yeah, yeah, no, it really, it, it it was really great to talk to him though, and and he had a lot of great tips for uh, breaking into industry and, and and doing things. But uh, at the end of the day, it gave me so much more appreciation for Suicide Squad than watching it and being like, oh, I I can see why like you know a uh, a twelve year old would really think this is an awesome movie, but not really for me. Um, well, yeah, it, it has this little, it, it has these troubling instances of uh, complete and utter incoherence. Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know. and, and he, he, he explained it at, this way too, where like with um, Diablo, you, you, uh, cause there's that scene where he talks about, uh, and, I'm, and he said he was really glad that they left it in, that he killed his family. Yes, right. Through and his then everyone, rage, he in, he yeah. And everyone is like, kind of like, Oh, well, fuck you dude. And they all kind of leave. He said, uh, that was an idea of doing like, you know, uh, you give him a piece of gold nugget here, gold nugget here. He, he won't fight. He won't fight. He won't fight. Uh, he's pushed to fight gold nugget. And then, you get this pile of shit and you're like, oh, and then he ends it with a gold nugget. Harley was supposed to be the exact opposite, right? Shit, 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 gold nugget. Right. To where it kind of wins you over that way. Um, and, and it was just a really interesting way uh, to, to look at antiheroes in general, um, which, man, that's that's the film that I would have paid to see. And probably that would have been the uh, an R-rated version. Now, will there be a, a Suicide Squad 2? Most probably will it be R-rated. Well, after the success of Deadpool and Logan, probably. But it still will be subject to, you know, the... The, the suits in charge but that's Trent's Corner for this week Giant Nits and uh, Alvin Lee check them out they're both awesome awesome dudes by the way it makes you wonder because you remember there there was a director's cut of the Daredevil movie uh, that yes. Ben Affleck did that was actually at least when you compare it to the original yeah uh, yeah it's, was, it's it was a superior film uh, I yeah. wonder if there was enough well obviously because it went to test yeah. I wonder if there is the potential of ever seeing a director's cut of that yes so, so there is a director's cut that's out there. I haven't seen it, but Jai said that it is. It's while while it's still not as good as the original could or should have been. It is more in line with with uh, what um, David Ayer, I think, is his name, had uh, had envisioned. But mm-hmm. anyway, oh, that's good to know too. Because I'm yeah. sure a lot of people are are wondering what happened there, much in the same way that they did with the Daryl oh. movie. 
And, and another thing too, oh. Trent. Uh, last, go ahead. You have one more. No, I was just gonna say, and and the guy is he's he's a he's a, a professor, I, I believe at uh, KU in film studies. And I would love, like, like uh, a fanboy wet dream would be to have him uh, talking to Kevin on Fat Man on Batman mm. about Suicide Squad and all the ins and outs and 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 stuff. Tell tell that story to to Kevin because I think he would be thoroughly like enwrapped in in the whole idea and the character El Diablo uh, in and of himself. He talked a lot about uh, how important it was for him to give uh, la- Latino comic book readers someone to glom onto because he-, he made the joke of saying, growing up, I wanted to be Canadian because they had Wolverine. Yeah, there you go. That's true. <laughs> Didn't we all? And, all? and all he had was El Dorado from the uh, um, uh, Super Friends, the worst hero ever. Oh, man, don't say that. Come on now. Um, so speaking of worst superheroes, Trent... <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I don't know if you noticed, uh, fr- Friday was an interesting day because it was both uh, the uh, celebration of St. Patrick's Day again, uh, yes. and, but also it was the day that the uh, last of the Defenders have been have been revealed oh, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And I got to look, first I'm going to say uh, just my take on it, okay? Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. this thing has gotten a lot of pre-press and it wasn't good. As a matter of fact, nope. if you... If you want nope. to go to uh, the Fat Man on Batman uh, channel on YouTube, uh, Mark Bernardin, I, I do not believe, I still haven't listened to it or watched it uh, yet, I should say. Uh, but, you know, he, he did not seem to, to comment favorably towards it. And I can understand that because, one, uh, not a lot of people, like, either, you're either not going to know jack shit about Iron Fist or you're going to actually be a fan of Iron Fist, which I'm sure right. this, this series not, yeah, serves n- n- neither nor. Not unlike uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. And and or, it, uh, to be honest, Iron Man in two thousand eight. Yeah, no shit. They really transformed the the narrative. Yeah, totally, there totally. In, in a way that nobody saw coming, too. Because I mean, like, I was this, I was the same way. But it was still the first official uh, official like Marvel Pictures release, really. And uh, and so I ended up seeing it with like uh, one of my good friends at the time at a midnight showing. And I was just rocked by that. I was just like, oh, my God, this actually yeah. was a movie. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just some schlocky put together. Because, you know, up until that <laughs> point, we either had the, uh, the uh, did we, yeah, we had some Nolan by then, didn't we? No. No, no we hadn't so. yet. No. So so uh, up until that point, we were still stuck in in kind of either uh, Daredevil or, or even the previous Batman franchises for comic book yeah. interpretations. Yep. Um. So, so that was just a big shocker and a fun, a fun bit of business there. Uh. But no, I'm, I'm now talking about the Iron Fist Trent on Netflix, and right. I got to tell you, uh, it has gotten a lot of bad press, and so far I think I am in, I'm now in episode five of the, sh- of the series, uh, and and a lot of the reviews were built around the first six. Those were released to the press. Yeah. And the one thing I will say is that uh, I, I think that. The writing of this uh, series uh, would have benefited from making Danny less uh, socially awkward and being so incapable of being able to communicate his purpose. Uh, it probably would have gotten better reception. However, I will say that even compared to my uh, my first take on viewing any of those, I'm not really getting an experience that's that much different. Than I did on the other Netflix series, so I'm I'm 
not sure why there is so much backlash going on in the media from it. Yeah, uh, I think the best critique I saw was from New York Magazine has a pop culture website called Vulture, and uh, their film critic uh, did a, a, just like a two-minute thing. I'll, I'll throw this in the, the newsletter this week, too. How um, it's... <sighs> It had had this been out, you know, had people been more familiar with, with it or anything like that before Batman, um, before Iron Man, um, before, you know, insert any superhero here, you know, a uh, rich orphan becomes superhero, tries to do good with fortune, learns uh, martial arts from Orient. Um, Doctor Strange, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a story that everyone has heard so many times that we already know what's going to happen. Um, there's, there's no, there's no surprise as to what happens next or what's going to happen next. And, and that's really where fans just get like so bored with it that, that they just, there's nothing exciting because not, not that it's, it's shot poorly or, or the, you know, anything along those lines, but just because it's a story that everyone is way too familiar with already, even though they don't know the character, it's, it, it's a story that, you know, at least Luke Cage was something unique, right? We hadn't seen that that um, uh, convict experimented on turning superhero, but not really wanting to be superhero. Well, we've seen we've seen the orphan uh, billionaire uh, does good way too many times. Well, but also with Luke Cage, I think we had the benefit of also seeing almost a revisit to the black black exploitation era as oh, well. Oh, absolutely, and and they owned it beautifully. Yeah, they really did. It was and 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 look, I'll tell you, there are moments in the Luke Cage run that I, I have to go back over because honestly, the the narrative of the story was okay. This one is just a filler episode. I'm tired and I'm losing my patience. And with yeah. that, it was probably the one where they were uh, basically uh, getting Luke unsick because he had something lodged in his near unpen in unpenetrable skin. And right. Anyway, long story short, but, but, I kind of lost that, the story at that point. <laughs> and and that did kind of open up the door for the sequel, right? With yeah. Um, with but, his but brother, still, yeah, it has to be the yeah. unique genetics. It only it, exactly. It, they always throw that little hook in there now, just to make sure. Well, why can't they just make a hundred Luke Cages? It's like, yep. oh, it was something about his genetics. Yeah. You know? Well, and and yeah, but 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 again, that's that's what makes it unique. You know what I mean? Not not the you know affluent white guy does good. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. But, you know, for me, uh, I, I so far I'm not really experiencing that. I think I could understand two base uh, beefs with it. The first is, of course, that the, the hero himself we have no reason to be sympathetic for because we can't tell in the beginning if he is just crazy. But at the same time, I, I also flipped it and I was able to almost kind of enjoy that side of the narrative in that, okay, it's we're having to deal with this the exact same way other characters in the series are having to deal with this, which is this person showing up claiming they're this person that was, you know, presumed dead 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and so we're sort of experiencing the tale from the same perspective. We're not getting a lot of the hero's narrative. So we're having to deal with this the same way everyone else in this world is having to deal with it. The only difference is right. we do get a few glimpses into it. I, I think the other uh, problem with this show so far that I've seen is that I think when you're talking about Iron Fist and you have any perception of what the character is about, uh, the biggest thing you have to make sure you have are really fulfilling fight sequences. Yep. And Agreed. I and I think we're not really getting that out of this, at least not yet. 
that's that's been the um that uh, I will sit through any horrible movie if the fight scenes are entertaining. A la um Sucker Punch, right? One of the worst movies ever made, but damn those fight scenes are rad, yeah, right? And and in a world where we have a Donnie Yen who wasn't cast as Wong and or 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 the um uh, ancient one in uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, we have someone. Uh, if you're not familiar with his work, check out the Eatmon series. He's he's he, he. Oh, he was the the blind uh, Jedi guard. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Right. In in Rogue One, in Rogue right? One. Which, by the way, like when the hell is that coming out on home video? Oh my gosh, dude. Uh, it, but but I just there. The, Hong Kong has so many amazing. Uh, artists that 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 grew up watching uh, Jackie Chan that I, I don't know I haven't watched it yet but I'm 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 guessing they they probably weren't utilized well and yeah here's the thing too and here's the reason why they really kind of can't get away with this everything we've seen in the Daredevil series so far even feels to me where it's not even uh you know um what what's the word martial arts oriented per se right uh, but it has far more uh, entertaining action sequences and fight sequences in it than anything i've seen from from this movie so far but i will say uh that at least when they do represent uh danny rand doing martial arts he is very effortless and very fluid in it and that could be the thing that we're like oh well this isn't so great and it's but it's because like he even says in his own narrative, I think by the third episode, he's referring to, you know, you're focusing on on external exertion and and movement. And that's not where the reward is. You have to focus on your internal strength first. And yeah, and so he really is. He's very nimble and cat like and, and more often than not in a fight. It's less about delivering the punch or delivering the kick. It's more about not being on the receiving end of the punch or the kick. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yep, yep so, absolutely. Uh, so I'm still at the same point. I'm still within the same realm as the critics. I haven't broken out of that that shell yet where or to get into the episodes beyond. I just don't have the same level of beef with it because it just seems to be I mean, Jessica Jones was a slow burn to begin with as well as the first uh, it was. Daredevil. It really was. Yeah. You really had to get into it in order to uh to get into it, I guess is the best way to put it. So uh, have you taken in any of the iron? You haven't. You've been at a con. I haven't. I've been at the con, so I haven't seen any of it yet. <laughs> and but I got to tell you, you're, this is the best I've ever seen you post con experience. Well, and and I, I only had two panels, <laughs> and it was, it was really nice. You're like I had two <laughs> panels. I could walk the floor. Yeah. I came home last night. And, and and that and that's not saying that I'm not appreciative of the two panels, or I'm not appreciative of the eleven panels I did in September. I I will do as many as as they want me to do. I love it. I love being in front of people talking about the stuff I love. Um, it was it was just nice to be able to like walk around and kind of enjoy it, and then do things casually though. Yeah, there you go. Oh, who yeah. knows though? Who knows what'll happen for the next one? Who who knows yeah, what'll we, happen for the actual con con we have we, we only only time will tell yeah we'll see i, I mean i'm interested to see because you know the big one of the biggest questions now that left salt lake comic-con is will there really be a netheads panel yeah we'll see well, again only time will tell only time will tell folks and uh, and until that time uh we won't have any answers uh you know even <laughs> at that time we probably still won't have answers it's just the people we are but I can guarantee you one thing, folks, that and that is the fact that we are uh, bringing this uh, show to a close. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget, go to net, net, netheadsonair.com for 
info, sign up for the newsletter, check out Trent's Corner. Uh, that, that would have been a great place you could have seen about his two panels this yeah. week. And I'm sure he's going to start proliferating even more info there. And, and maybe I'll start actually writing, uh, you know, uh, TV and, or, or TV reviews yeah. again. Who knows? Yeah. Time will tell. But until next time, folks, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodco Internet Radio. Until, oh, wait, I forgot even how That's it goes. That's Smodcast.com. Yeah, That's Smodcast.com. I'm sorry, don't and worry. Then I'm and then you say. Hold on. We'll be back. Soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. I gotta say, man, I'm shocked. That was a really good show. Yeah, I, 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 I think we really held ourselves together in a cockfight. Yeah, there you go. I, can I tell you something, <laughs> by the way? This is a little embarrassing Please. behind the scenes stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how my toddler has started doing this, but uh, at some point, uh, somebody attempted to communicate to her that the sound chickens make is cluck, cluck. All right? Okay, yeah. However, she does not, uh, <gasps> she doesn't really pronounce oh, no. L's very oh, well. No. Oh no! So anytime she wants to refer to a bird or a chicken, uh huh, th- what she says is essentially "cock cock." <laughs> well, she's not. She's not wrong. Dude. If it's a male. Yeah. Well, no. If it's a rooster, it's a male. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're all roosters. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Because if there's any one thing you don't want to hear your daughter saying in this world, it's "cock cock." <laughs> 